1: all right, we try and help you out as much as we can on the Kenny and JT Show. That's why we have on every Thursday Chris Van Dyne, our professional handicapper at 4 o'clock, and then our fantasy football guru at 4.30 from NFLExporter.com. He is Lance Goodman. Lance, how are you today?
0: I am doing absolutely wonderful. How are you gentlemen doing?
2: You, you need to help JT. Sliding. He's struggling a bit here. Sliding again. Lance, is this week 14, is this week one of most teams' playoffs?
0: No, this is the final week for the regular season. Playoffs start next week, so from this point forward, it is win or go home. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, for some people, it is the playoffs because they have to win this mm -hmm. week to get into the playoffs, so that's why this week is so important, Lance. Uh, So, JT, uh, where have you struggled as of late with your team after starting 8-0?
2: I don't really want to think that it's my team, Lance. It's what teams are doing to me. Last week, it was Josh Jacobs. This week went up against the Cleveland Browns defense. That's just bad luck, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The,
0: the things usually settle, settle, uh, the dust usually settles out. You got off to an extremely hot start. Mm-hmm. And I would say that taking these losses now, uh, I would, I would be feel a lot better than, uh, coming in the playoffs. So at this point, uh, is your playoff spot sewn up or do you need to win to get in this? One?
2: I'm tied for first place right now. I, I believe I'm in, but I need that by week. And I was telling Kenny this, with my running backs being Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry, arguably the top two running backs in the league, week in and week out. But both teams kind of like, I don't know if Tennessee's for real, but when you think about the Tennessee Titans versus the Cleveland Browns, we know the Cleveland Browns are in must-win situations every week. But the wild card here is Deshaun Watson. But what can you tell us about Tennessee? Are they in a must-win situation? Are they still in charge of their own destiny?
0: Yeah, they are. And nobody in that AFC South is any threat whatsoever uh, to the Tennessee Titans. But is anyone any
2: good in that division?
0: No, they are not. (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) hurts me. No, they're not. When you look at the Houston Texans, you look at the Indianapolis Colts, you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, sure, for fantasy football purposes, there are certainly players with value. And amongst those, uh, Derrick Henry uh, has been real quiet the last two weeks. Cincinnati and the Eagles defense put the clamps on them. But he's back home this week against that Jacksonville Jaguars defense, and I expect for him as well as that Titans defense to have a big day.
1: What about Deshaun Watson? You saw what he did last week. He looked like he hadn't played well, I don't know, in about 700 days. Uh, what about week two of Deshaun Watson? Do you expect it to get a little better, a lot better, or could we be in for more of the same? I
0: would assume uh, somewhat better. Okay. I think the issue has to do with their opponent. The last time when Cleveland played Cincinnati earlier this year in Cleveland, it was ugly. It was a game that the Browns absolutely dominated from beginning to end. And with the way that Cincinnati is playing right now, I know they have this game circled on their calendar. They are looking for revenge and playing at an extremely high level. So for Deshaun Watson, like you said, He looked how we expected him to. We talked about it on the show last week, the quarterback position, right? If it was a wide receiver, hey, just run and get open. If it's a linebacker, hey, be instinctive, make a hit. But this guy has not been on a football field, or I should say played in a meaningful NFL regular season game in close to two years in the show last weekend. And Cincinnati Bengals' defense is playing extremely well. I know Deshaun Watson is a very smart guy. I'm sure he's putting in the work. But he was just late on a lot of throws and the chemistry and camaraderie between him and his receivers, especially the receivers. They are used to getting balls from Jacoby Brissett. So. Uh, it's going to take a little time for things to turn around. Anything is possible, but uh, I would not have a ton of confidence in Deshaun Watson until he does have a meaningful game. We've advised owners to keep him on your bench unless it is absolutely necessary.
2: Speaking of bench, what about Lamar Jackson? What can you tell us about the injury? And even before the injury, we don't ever get to see Baltimore unless they're playing the Cleveland Browns. A, are the Ravens for real, and B, how long is he going to miss?
0: No, they are not for real, and they, I, they are real in terms of mathematically and the probabilities of them getting in the playoffs are extremely high, but outside of that, no, I, I see them as a the team that's fraudulent. I said that last week on my Pure NFL podcast. I posted on Twitter. I do not believe in the Ravens. Everybody has this mindset that Baltimore can run the football. Name me the last time that Baltimore has had a 100-yard rusher. It wasn't Lamar Jackson when you look at the lack of weapons that he has at wide receiver, that passing game is struggle. It does not look good for Lamar Jackson. He's the guy coming into the season. I was very leery about, I mean, no disrespect to Devin DuVernay and Demarcus Robinson and Rashad Bateman, who really wasn't here this season. He's out for the year with a foot injury. You know, when you have to drag in a uh, veteran Deshaun Jackson, so – The weapons are not there for Lamar Jackson, and then this knee injury. uh, It is not a season-ending injury. It is not something extremely serious, but I'm pretty sure Baltimore wants to play things safe, especially since they have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs. So I think at least for this week, he'll sit out, and then they'll kind of evaluate things from there.
2: Can I answer the trivia question or at least uh, give it a shot? Sure. Jamal Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. been a while, right? <laughs> it took a minute for
0: that to sink in, but yes, that, 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 something along those lines, and then just add on to it, that defense, right? Their front seven is nasty, It's very difficult to run the football against. Justin Houston getting back in the lineup, bringing over Roquan Smith, but they've shown all year long. They struggle to hold leads, and it has to do with that secondary, which is very leaky, and if the rush doesn't get home, those guys are very vulnerable.
1: Happy to have him with us, as we always do. Lance Goodman, our fantasy guru. NFLEXporter.com is the website at NFLEXporter on Twitter uh, for all your fantasy needs. So let's start with uh, the must-plays this weekend, Lance Goodman. Uh, Who are guys, because of the matchups, absolutely, positively got to play these guys to get you into the playoffs?
0: Yes, sir. These are the matches I love. How can you not love Dak Prescott at home against the Houston Texans? Jalen Hurts, absolutely amazing last week on the road against the New York Giants. There are a couple games that have potential shootouts written on them. That would be Justin Herbert and Tua Tungvaloa when the Chargers and Dolphins play. Also, Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff when the Minnesota Vikings and Detroit Lions play. A couple guys I wanted to throw at you that the matchups, uh, don't appear to be too favorable. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Patrick Mahomes on the road against Denver. They always give him a hard time. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady going against that nasty 49ers defense. Geno Smith playing lights out, but Carolina's defense when they've been on their A game, mm-hmm. uh they certainly, it's not easy to move yards against. And then Kyler Murray at home, but Bill Belichick and that Patriots defense have made life miserable the first two times that they have seen Kyler Murray. How do you guys feel about uh, some of those guys Uh, in those very tough
2: matchups. Tom Brady's a tough one because that game was miserable to watch last week with the exception of the last three minutes of the game. And even then, he was aided by a really long interference call. I'm not sold on Tom Brady. I believe 100% with what you say about that game. Stay away from them. And the 49ers defense, all due respect to the Philadelphia Eagles, might be the best defense in the league. As far as that's concerned, the only question I've got for you is Dak Prescott against the Houston Texans. The only problem that I have starting Dak Prescott, remember, I've got him. I've also got Justin Herbert. The problem is this. Justin Herbert in a game that might be closer against the Miami Dolphins versus Dak Prescott scores so much in the first half that maybe they take their foot off the gas pedal in the second half. Do you ever think about things like that, or should I just say, screw it, we're going with Dak Prescott because the the Texans stink?
0: No, that certainly is something to consider, but it seems like Dallas right now That offense is hitting on all cylinders. It appears there is enough room for Dak Prescott to get his numbers as well as Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott doing their thing. But I agree. This week, Justin Herbert, I think it's about the matchup. I think playing against Miami, we know that Chargers defense is an absolute joke. And I think that game can certainly turn into a shootout. And from that standpoint, I will be comfortable playing Justin Herbert this week. Although, I tell you, they are one of the teams in the league that are true Jekyll and Hyde from week to week. You just don't know what you're getting from the Chargers. I think a great sign for Justin Herbert and his owners would be seeing Mike Williams back in the lineup. This last week's game with that ankle injury again, we have not. And I think that's been the problem with Justin Herbert's numbers this year. There has not been a two-game stretch, two-game consecutive stretch, where both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been on the field together, along with uh, Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter. So I like the matchup uh, in terms of the game being a back-and-forth shootout, but that in terms of the matchup itself certainly has the uh, advantage playing at home okay. against the woeful tech.
2: Okay, so we go with Dak versus uh, Justin Herbert. I'm going to give you a name that you gave me a couple of weeks ago. I stashed him on my bench. I have to put him into uh, action this week because Chris Olave has got the bye week. Your man, Darius Slayton, New York Giants. You like him this week?
0: Yeah, I I don't know if I like him. I think I like his situation more than anything. And with him being the last man standing in New York, as we talked about on the show last week, uh, he certainly is the primary target. He's the guy, when games get into shootouts, uh, it's been a five-week stretch where he's had at least 60 receiving yards and or a touchdown last week, 90 receiving yards. And if Philadelphia's offense is clicking in on all cylinders, that is going to cause the Giants to probably pass a little bit more than they want to to keep up. And that's where even though those numbers are meaningless in terms of the outcome of the game, a guy like Darius Slayton, I'm very comfortable playing right now. I played him last week over Gabriel Davis of the Buffalo Bills, over Alan Lazard of the Green Bay Packers, over Devo Samuel of the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, right now, with him, same time last year, we had this, this conversation about Hunter Renfro, DeAndre Hopkins. Name power over production, and again, I certainly uh, don't think Darius Slayton is a great play, but from the standpoint of the matchup and him being the primary target, I'm looking for guys I can trust right now, and Gabriel Davis and Alan Lazard are guys that just completely lost my trust this year. I'd rather go with a guy that at least I know for a fact is going to be involved in the offensive game plan.
1: Lance Goodman, our guest, fantasy guru, breaking it down for you as you hopefully uh, win this week to get in the playoffs with his help here on the Kenny and JT Show. How about guys to absolutely, positively stay away from? The exact opposite of, hey, you got to play them this week. These are guys because of matchups. You might want to play somebody else.
0: Yeah, I'll move over to the running back position. Isaiah Pacheco has been doing an excellent job increasing his numbers week by week as the lead back now in that Kansas City Chiefs backfield. Again, going on the road against the Denver Broncos. Even when they had Tyreek Hill, Denver, Defense always plays Kansas City tough. I know their offense is struggling, but from a uh, matchup standpoint, Pacheco really hasn't been too involved in the passing game. So I could see life being difficult for him on the ground against Denver. Saquon Barkley is going to be another tough out. I think the Giants being at home helps. But if you look at his numbers over the last three games, has not had more than 60 rush yards. In his last three consecutive games, Philadelphia coming in town, their run defense is certainly stout, so you certainly at least want to taper expectations uh, a little bit there. And then when you look at Jamal Williams of the Detroit Lions, talked about him on the show last week. You love that his 14 rushing touchdown is tied or at the top for the NFL league, but it is his yardage that concerns you. And last week, 11 carries for 35 yards. When you have a player like that who is so touchdown dependent, it certainly makes you cautious, especially now at a time where we're looking at uh, really needing to get a win. And then James Conner. Of the uh, uh, Arizona Cardinals, I'm happy that he's back healthy. I think this is the best that Arizona's offense is going to look all year long. Now that DeAndre Hopkins, Connor, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, Kyler Murray, all those guys are healthy. But, again, that New England defense has had the Cardinals number, and that could be a tough out. But unlike uh, Jamal Williams, James Connor is involved in the passing game. So that's what makes you more comfortable with having him in your lineup.
1: Happy to have Lance with us telling you what you should and what you shouldn't do to get you into your playoffs and then make a run in the postseason, if you will, fantasy football-wise. All right, so here we are very late in the season, almost ready to start the playoffs in fantasy football. Are you ready to pick a fantasy MVP yet, Lance Goodman, for this season? No,
0: not yet. I will certainly let next week in. And we will take a look. And usually what we do is hand out an MVP for each position. And so uh, that certainly remains to be seen. And then there's a cutoff over into the playoffs. And the guy that comes to mind last year's MVP at the quarterback position was – Joe Burrow, if you look at what he did for fantasy owners in weeks 15 and 16, over 900 passing yards, eight touchdowns, he was absolutely on fire and a big reason that fantasy owners were able to make the championship. Some other guys who can help owners out at the wide receiver position this week, uh, Devonta Adams, I think for him and Josh Jacobs, it's going to be interesting. That game is tonight against the Rams. You're always a little cautious on a short week for Thursday night football. You're not concerned about the Rams' defense, but just the matchup itself. You have to love uh Stefan continue to do his things against the New York Jets, uh CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup against Houston, uh Rossey Brown, Justin Jefferson, those two guys square off in that Detroit versus Minnesota matchup, some names you want to be leery of. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin going to play that San Francisco defense. And then you take a look at Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. And, guys, that's where a lot of movement happened this week on the waiver wire with Tyler Huntley now being in for Lamar Jackson. Mike White seems to have his spot sewn up with the Jets. But Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, is going to get his first true start for the 49ers. And all although Tampa Bay's defense has certainly been vulnerable and leaky this year, uh, you're just wondering what type of impact they may, that may have for Brandon Ayuk and especially Debo Samuel. Uh, we talked about on the show last week it's a shame. The guys like Zay Jones and Jacoby Myers, and no disrespect to our guy, Donovan Peoples Jones, but all of those guys have more receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns than Debo Samuel. He is not giving owners what they paid for this year.
2: You're going to run out there and grab Bob Baker Mayfield now that he's a member of the Rams?
0: <laughs> absolutely not. I think if, I think, hey, look, I, I think if this was last year's team with a healthy Cooper Cup, a healthy hey. uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Van Jefferson, those guys, absolutely. But no, I, I would not have any interest in Baker Mayfield, at least to I see him do something special. And I think the Rams players at this point They're just going through the motions.
1: All right, we got about 45 seconds left here, Lance Goodman. What about Odell Beckham Jr.? Don't know where he's going to sign, but reportedly he is going to sign with somebody. Is it worth picking him up now or no?
0: If you have room, and I would probably say in deeper leagues and especially 4 point PPR leagues is where you want to make that happen, let's take into consideration he'll probably need a game or two just to get back into real game shape. You don't know what team he's going to go to, meaning you don't know if he's going to be the primary target or a complementary piece. So if you have room, grab him, could pay off. But I don't think there is any true sense of urgency to grab him. And then before we get out of here, just wanted to send a shout-out to my beautiful mother, my family listening today. Wanted to shout-out Annie Hoffman, everybody here in Atlanta, part of the Ultimate Football Club, ATL, everybody who has competed in the 7th Annual NFL Exporter Facebook and Twitter League this year, to our producer Brian, my guys yeah. Kenny and JT, thank you for the opportunity. I just want our audience to know the names may not be as notable, but we take a lot of pride here bringing you the best fantasy football advice anywhere you can find in the world and that is a
1: fact and we love having so, you for that reason and yep. god bless annie for hooking us up so our listeners get the information from you each and every week lance goodman lance always a pleasure we appreciate it we'll talk to you again next week as we head into the fantasy playoffs all right absolutely you guys have a great weekend and get that last dub all right there it is get that last dub jt yep. lance goodman fantasy guru NFLexporter.com at nfl exporter on twitter